Happy summertime, everybody. This is Greg, and here's what's in the Popping Colors feed for July 2021. The Popping Colors crew has compiled a popping playlist on Spotify for your road tripping, beach lounging, trail hiking, summer activities. We announce our musical picks on this month's episode of Popping Collars. The Canon makes its triumphant return this month. Shayna Watson comes back to draft the movies of Tim Burton. The great Going on 30 mob trilogy concludes this month as Betsy and I look back at the Coen Brothers classic, Miller's Crossing. Last but not least, we're launching a brand new topic on The Sacred Six. Stephen McHale joins me to discuss six albums from the most influential band of all time, The Beatles. We kick things off with the early singles featured on the Past Masters Volume 1 collection. Thanks for listening, and keep those collars popped. Canon, part conversation, part competition, where each of us attempt to assemble the most entertaining group of films using the works of an actor, creator, genre, or theme. I'm your host, Greg Knight. Here's the rest of the crew, Betsy Carmody. Hello, Greg. Liz Easton. Hi. Ricardo Avila. Hey there. And special guest, Shayna Watson. Hey, Shayna. We didn't lose you after Kevin Costner. That's so good. I'm still here. This <laughs> month, we're looking at the works of Tim Burton. Before we get started, quick throw around the table. One word or one sentence. What comes to mind when you think of Tim Burton? Spooky. <laughs> <laughs> like Ed gothic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, number four on the Enneagram. Very a unique flower. Mm. Who has probably always been a unique flower. I'm going to throw out something a little negative. Um, style in, 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 in search of substance. Ooh. Wow. Wow. Um, wow. Hitting it. Tim Burton right between the eyes. Burton's <laughs> hurting. Right in his Edward Scissorhands. Tim Burton. Tim Burton. We are going to get into it. We're going to divvy up the works of Tim Burton. Here's how this game works. The goal of the game to create the most entertaining group of four movies. Once a film has been selected, it's off the board. No one else can choose it. Draft order will be randomly selected and picks will be made in snake order, meaning the person who picks last in the first round will get to pick first in the second round. And at the end of each draft, the person who can defend his or her canon, and I think Liz is right, also work in the most spirituality and religion in oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> will uh, we'll come away to victor does everyone understand yes okay i have actually as we were talking pre-spun for draft order and picking first in the tim burton draft will be betsy oh yeah. awesome so, Betsy, you are first up. What's your first pick for Tim Burton? 
first pick, I'm going to go with... Dang, I didn't think I'd be first. I should also say, some of these movies that are on this list weren't directed by Tim Burton. They were produced by Tim Burton. So that we could kind of fill out this list a little bit. Just to... I'm going scissor hands. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Yep. Yeah, of course. Now, Betsy, I have said before that that is the definitive Tim Burton movie. I agree. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's the theme I'm going for. We'll just have to see. Interesting. All right. Pick number two is Ricardo Avila. Ricardo, we're right. up next. There's some good stuff on this list. Oh, gosh. Yeah, I'm going to have to go with Beetlejuice. Mm. Yeah, it's it's I would I would I would argue that that was a close second to Scissorhands in the Tim Burton iconicography. Iconography. There's a religious word for you. Shana, you are the third picker in our draft this time. I'm going to go with Sweeney Todd. Mm. If you want some theological terms, let's talk about um, revenge and redemption. Yeah, and justice. Sweeney Todd is a pretty disgusting movie, but I love it. <laughs> Demon Barber. That's two Johnny Depp movies off the books already, Liz. Ooh. You have fourth pick, Liz. Where are you going? Johnny Depp was a huge early crush of mine, but all the way back to 21 Jump Street. But I think he's canceled now, so I can't be in love with him in quite the same way. But I'm picking one of my favorite, no joke, one of my very favorite movies. It's a tearjerker, spiritually very deep. I've preached about it before. I am picking Big Fish. They say when you meet the love of your life, time stops. And that's true. What they don't tell you is that once time starts again, it moves extra fast to catch up. Liz. I love Big Fat. It was going to be my pick. (laughs) I'm in a bit of a bind. So we're going to go for the first one, not a Tim Burton directed film, but a Tim Burton produced film, mm-hmm. Nightmare Before Christmas. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be up first. And then I'm going to follow up with my second pick, Ed Wood. Mm-hmm. More Johnny Depp. More Johnny. Uh, so we are back to Liz. Liz, your second All right. Tim Burton movie. I don't want to make the same mistake I did with Costner where I didn't, where I didn't have a theme, you know, I enjoyed this movie. I don't think a lot of people saw it, but um, I'm going to pick the movie big eyes, another compelling human driven story. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Shana, we are back to you. I am a huge Tim Burton fan. So I've seen a lot of these movies with the exception of a of them that I'm surprised that I have not seen. I'm going to go with nine. You are nothing but a coward. How dare 
dare you challenge me? I, who kept everyone safe all these years. Ever since you got here, everything has been unraveling. You're a curse, a fool, guided by pointless queries. And you are a blind man, guided by fear. Mm. Oh. Animation. Mm-hmm. Um, and it also came out. When District 9 came out, and I made the mistake of purchasing a ticket to District 9, which was a movie about roaches yes. that took over like South Africa and lived in the shanty towns. And I was sick the whole time because it was so gross. Great message, but just I can't deal with certain things. But 9, the animation with Tim Burton, again, it's just about you know this post-apocalyptic world and... Nine trying to gather all of the others together to I, I have this fight injustice type thing and and kind of like the unification of diverse voices in order to accomplish it like it can't the voice of one can start the movement but it takes everyone in order to um, find resolve so nine love it Ricardo we're back to you uh, what are you going to pair with Beetlejuice. I got to say, um, I think I want to take back what I said at the top of the show, uh, Style in Search of Substance. I actually really liked a lot of these movies. <laughs> and so I, I take it back. I think sometimes he maybe overdoes it with the look of a movie and doesn't catch up with the character development, etc. But they're very memorable films. Uh, mm-hmm. I would say probably, possibly my favorite of the movies here. Uh, of all of Tim Burton's movies, um, you'll probably disagree with me, is my pick, my second pick, Pee-wee's Big Adventure. Oh! It was wonderful. I have it from the library right now, waiting to see, due three days ago. And it's a rewatch, but I won't return it until I watch it. That shows how much I love that movie. (laughs) (laughs) That was his first, that was his first sort of major movie. All right, Betsy, we're back to you. Finally, Um, after having the first pick, now a lot has come off the board since your last pick. Okay. Two in a row, though. Two in a row. So I'm going to go with Cabin Boy. Okay, producer on that movie. Yeah. Producer on that. Mm -hmm. Quirky, interesting. And then I'm going to go with Sleepy Hollow. Uh, One of the weirder Christopher Walken performances mm-hmm. which is saying something <laughs> <laughs> yes definitely all right ricardo we're back to you yeah, beetlejuice Kiwi's big adventure and i'm gonna go with uh head or heart i'm gonna go with planet of the apes oh i like that movie i think it's a great movie i and i i didn't realize i don't know why i didn't realize he was whatever the director now, this was the Planet of the Apes from, like, 2000? Was the James Franco one? No, not the James Franco one. Oh, oh it's not? No. Oh, I take it back. I take it oh, back. Okay. <laughs> I was about to say. No, no, that's the wrong. controversial. It's, um... No, no. This is the Wahlberg. This is Wahlberg. Yeah, Mark Wahlberg and, um, Tim Roth. Yes, Hell in the Bottom Carter, Michael Clark Duncan. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. can, I, I'm sorry. I, that's the wrong Planet of the Apes. Can I can I re-choose? I, was I, I, I suppose we will allow you to re-choose. Okay. Thank you. I'll take <laughs> Mars Attacks. Become 
My first date was to see Mars Attacks. Oh. I don't remember who I went with. <laughs> the movie was that good. I'm a little embarrassed to say. It was like in the sixth or seventh grade or something. Nice. Uh, Mar- Mars Attacks is a super weird movie. Shayna, we're back to you. Tim Burton. So excited about him. I love his his creativity and his artistic expression. I know that it, it's, it can be perceived as dark and, you know, with some of the jagged images and very haunting, but there's something about it that's also beautiful. Like against like the darkness, there are always these like moments of of brilliant um, beauty and color. I'm going to go with Miss Peregrine's um, Home for Peculiar Children. Again, following the, um, the unlikely characters coming together, finding the inner strength to defeat darkness and teaming up. That's my jam. I know it's not, I think he directed the film. It was written by somebody else. It was based on the book, which I have not seen because I'm a lazy nerd. I want <laughs> the adapted film version. Just own it. Just own it. I'm We're there. there. Except for Harry Potter. I read all those books and watched all the films, but these other ones, I'm like, yeah, I'm just going to watch the film. So. Nice. <laughs> uh, Liz, we're back to you. Oh, this is tough, uh, but I believe I'm going to go with James and the Giant Peach. Another mm. fantastical, imaginative, bright, mm. but also kind of dark. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Fantasy. laughs> exactly. yeah. yeah, it's, it's never clean with Tim Burton. It's never just Mm-mm. like, here's how you feel for this. Love it. <laughs> okay, it has come to me, and I can't believe that these two movies are still on the board. And so, you know what? I am going to take them back to back. Ooh, are you taking Batman and Batman Returns. Back to back. Who are you? Who's the man behind the bed? Maybe you can help me find the woman behind the cat. No, that's not you. Um, it's all Batman all the time for me with my last two picks. Liz, <laughs> who got you? True story. Mm. I have never seen any of the movies that are still on the list. <laughs> oh, <laughs> mm. it's a tough spot to be in. All about faith at this point. And I cannot abide by Johnny Depp anymore. <laughs> You have no Johnny Depp films on your list so far. I know. So I think I'm going to pick Dumbo. 
Which I actually wanted to see when it came out, but I didn't. Dumbo. All right, Shayna, your last pick. Alice Through the Looking Glass, Alice in Wonderland, The Corpse Bride was really good. Uh, Charlie Chocolate Factory was really well done. It's so weird. Um, I will go with, I'll go with Alice in Wonderland. Nice. Off the board, Alice in Wonderland, which made a ton of money, by the way. That was one of those early, like, 3D movies. Mm-hmm. Back when Avatar came out. Made Boca Cash. It was quite impressive. I mean, the cast of characters, and I love how he integrated, you know, some of the 3D animation with um, real, what do we call it? Real life people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know if there's a fancy name for that, but yeah. Nice. All right, Ricardo, you've got one more pick. Yeah, right. Wow. Okay. There are two there that I really do w- would like to pick, but I'm just going to go ahead with uh, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Mm. Come on, Ricardo. Yeah, I know. I, you know, again, I haven't seen the movie, but I, I just saw the old version for the first time with Gene Wilder. And I just think little brats in the hands of Tim Burton, there's, it's got to be good with Johnny Depp looking so creepy. As Willy Wonka. Well, yeah. The hard thing is, is that the kids are good. Johnny Depp is way too weird. And I just, I miss Gene Wilder the whole movie. Um, like that's, it was hard. It went with my theme I'm building, but mm-hmm. yeah, I'm definitely, I, I like, I like Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory more. Right. All right, Betsy, you're closing this out. It is hard to be at the margins of this game. It is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> kind of sucks at the margins. Uh, I think I'm going to go with Dark Shadows. A word with Barnabas Collins, please. Oh, he's, um, who? Oh, I think you know who. Black hair, handsome features, strange clothes covered in fresh blood. Uh, uh, Never Mm. seen it. I've seen the original show. This is like a BBC show or something? Yes, it is. A BBC soap opera. It's like um, what we do in the shadows. Oh, oh my so, gosh. <laughs> but, that's, but, that's, but that's better than this. <laughs> my bishop's best friend is one of the writers for what we do in the shadows. Are you and, serious? Uh, yeah, they went to high school together. And oh, wow. um, he's, he's a hilarious guy. But yeah, I love that show. Can he get me introduced to Taika Waititi? Can we, can we do that? Maybe. I'll see what I can do. Can he be my best friend? Let's <laughs> see what we can do. Wait, Dark Shadows is a movie by Tim Burton, right? It's not a BBC series. It was. It, originally, it was originally. a BBC series. Like a long time ago. Yes. In the 1970s. Yeah. That was BBC? Oh, God. We watched it. It was a soap opera. Yes. Yeah. 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 And then they read in like the 80s or 90s. Artemis yeah. Collins. Yeah. Oh. All right, Betsy. Here's your canon. Edward Scissorhands, Cabin Boy, Sleepy Hollow, Dark Shadows. What you got going on here? Weirdos, 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 <laughs> weirdos. It's all outliers. That is the core of Tim Burton. It is it is how he himself as the creator is present in his creation that he is the outcast and the outlier. And so then he's drawn to those stories. So I, I appreciate, I don't know, probably all of us could make this pitch for our can. 
lines full of weirdos and they're <laughs> lovable weirdos and they're scary weirdos and they're weirdos with a mission and, and all of that sort of thing. But it's this idea of being an outlier and what that means in society when you're challenging whatever the status quo is kind of telling you you're supposed to be, but, uh, but each of hmm. the main protagonists push back. Ricardo, your canon, Beetlejuice, Pee-wee's Big Adventure, Mars Attacks, and Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Oh, man. Oh, I see a theme. That's clearly the best selection of all right there. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's outcasts who are finding their way in the world uh, or attacking the world. <laughs> <laughs> and so, um, you know, Pee-wee gets his bicycle stolen, but he's got pluck, he's got can-do-itness, and he makes friends all along the way on his adventure, and they all help him along on his journey. It's sort of a it's sort of a spiritual journey in a way, uh, except he is looking for a bicycle, and that bicycle completes him in a way that he didn't realize he needed. But then he realizes along the way that all those friends he meets and the love he spreads really is also part of the journey. Beetlejuice, you know, I never saw it actually. <laughs> Oh my gosh, who are who are you, Ricardo? I don't understand. Oh, I, I've never seen Edward Scissorhands either. What? Or Charlie and the Chocolate. I think I've only seen Beetlejuice. <laughs> <laughs> Batman. Um, but you know, I mean, again, it's outrageousness in Beetlejuice, but you know, good triumphs, I assume. Uh, and uh, but through a lot of tribulation and trial, and the same mm-hmm. with Mars Attacks. I mean. Come on, I'm not going to give away the ending, but it's a ridiculous ending for a crazy movie that goes all out. And 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 what was my fourth choice? No, Charlie. Charlie's an underdog. You know, he he goes in there. He's poor. He wants to kind of have something that all the other brats already have. They don't need anymore. And he's a he's the underdog like Pee Wee who has to go through a journey in the chocolate factory to find his true self. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Uh, Shayna, you have in your canon Sweeney Todd, nine Miss Peregrine's home for, I didn't write the full title, something somethings, Peculiar Children. There we go. And Alice in Wonderland. What have you got going on? You know, I feel like like Betsy hit the nail on the head. Um, this has become more of a psychoanalysis of Tim Burton. <laughs> Like each movie, it's kind of like a, a characterization of of Mr. Burton and in his films. And what I see in the palette um, that I selected, my canons, the canons that I chose, is kind of they're they're a middle finger to society, societal pressures. They're a middle finger to expectations created to communities who do not understand differences or diversity. They're a middle finger to a, a, a quote unquote right way of doing things or being or how to use one's power or how to identify. And so in, in doing that, there are these adventures and the adventures are often uncomfortable. They are often painful and there are sometimes losses along the way. And it all pours into the person that we become. Liz, I clearly see your theme here. You have big fish. Uh-huh. Big eyes, James and the giant peach, and Dumbo. <laughs> that that was certainly intentional. <laughs> um, my stories are all 
hopeful. They're all about human giftedness and um, being called to big things. They're all actually, I haven't seen Dumbo, but like I know the general story. They're all pretty life affirming and um, really imaginative and hopeful. So this, I feel like this is the lighter side of Tim Burton. So I'm actually on the exact other side of you, Liz. Mm-hmm. My picks being The Nightmare Before Christmas, Ed Wood, Batman, and Batman Returns. My theme being sort of shadow, shadow mm-hmm. versus lights. Mm-hmm. Um, Batman is always the shadow side of the DC sort of comic universe, the shadow side of somebody bright and colorful like Superman, for instance. Something that... Burton plays with in the gothic nature of Gotham City, uh, which is very dark and shaded. Ed Wood, his winner of uh, Best Picture, black and white film, constantly playing with shadow and light in that movie. And of course, Nightmare Before Christmas, Jack Skellington coming from this dark world and entering this world of light and goodness and care. So my whole thing is this sort of play of shadow and light, something that we deal with constantly in our lives as human beings, especially in our lives as human beings and people of faith and the spectrum that can exist in those two very different shades of seeing the world. Compelling. Very good. I think we all made a great case. What is in your canon? Shout it at your phone. We will hear you. I can hear someone right now <laughs> saying, put Planet of the Apes back on the list. <laughs> Join us next time when we will be digging through the works of Whoopi Goldberg. It's our first EGOT winner next time on the canon. Whoopi Goldberg, who has a ton of movies in her library where she mostly plays herself. So <laughs> to prep you. For our Whoopi Goldberg conversation. We'll see you then. Keep busting.